Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And this is Joe Oltman. Live a little bit early today. Way early. But Not it's, super early, it's 30 it, minutes. Well, I mean, it would have been, yeah. But the, but the reason why we're going early, well, they have a couple of things. Before, before we bring Jeff on, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about who Jeff is. Max, there's a concerted effort right now to, of the radical left, which is combining forces with people that are on the right, that, are, that say they're on the right. You, you know, they're, they're, they're just half liars or, or lying about the fact that they care about this country, chasing power and money. They took the interview that we put up with Doug Logan, two and a half hours, and turned it into the draft that went to the mainstream media saying that that's what I shared, right? Which we put up on the screen, the two drafts, right? So I want to address this mm-hmm. straight away. I'll address it straight away. And then I had another person that is with this radical leftist group. And, and uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take the time to say this. And I think it's important that everyone understand it. There are people that are building pages everywhere and building things that are not our friends. They're not our friends. So there's an audit group called America's First Audits Chat. It's run by a person named McKenzie who tried to blackmail uh, one of the people that is doing lots of work across the country and has tried to basically crap all over General Flynn and others. I mean, just making up stuff. So I'm going to put an entire expose out there of Miss McKenzie, otherwise known as Lulu, and I'm going to basically come out with all guns blazing against the American First Audits Chat, which has another guy named Josh Merritt, who I tried to give the benefit of the doubt to, but now after talking to people in different areas, that guy is just like a chameleon. He's everywhere and has been for a very long time. So these people are traitors to our country. But who's not a traitor is a guy that we're bringing on who was asked to look into the Mesa County images. So we're going to bring on Jeff O'Donnell. Jeff, welcome to the show. And we need to Thank you for having me. Change it. It says JD. <laughs> so, Jeff. So for everyone, who's been, for everyone who's been following, Mesa County, Colorado has been going through something a little interesting with its Dominion machines. People have been going in. Things have been missing. Things have been deleted. Um, the Secretary of State of Colorado, Griswold, has been going after Mesa County. Served a, served a, uh, a search warrant while the clerk was at the cyber symposium. So there's been a lot going on here. So this is the first real update we have from Mesa County, just to lay it all out there for people who don't live in Colorado and haven't been being exposed to this every day. So, so Jeff, tell everyone who you are. Uh, I'm a uh, 40 years experience software engineer, systems engineer, uh, in, in pretty much across the board on database uh, uh, design, management, that sort of thing. Worked for, uh, I was a, was a software engineer for Rockwell International, Western House Nuclear, a number of different places. Had my own companies as well, um, including uh, doing some uh, sort of forensic uh, investigation uh, of different things and things like ransomware remediation and that sort of thing. So you'd consider uh, yourself after 40 years being an expert in software? Yeah, I would say uh, software, software design, database design, uh, and also just basic security procedures as far as uh, uh, software uh, goes. Okay, so Fast forward a little bit. Somebody asked you to get involved and take a look at the images for Mesa County. Yes. And uh, I was uh, 
because I'm I hired a data guy, I went straight to the data uh, that was located there on the databases and uh, uh, did a, a thorough analysis. And, and you basically, the first kind of analysis you do in a case like this is you make sure that the numbers add up on all the different parts of the system and found out very quickly that they didn't, uh, which led to deeper dives and deeper dives and uh, resulted in the findings that, uh, that we're talking about today. So, so you did an analysis, and it's dated October 10th, 2021, and it says forensic analysis of data and processes. Jeff, did this, when you went through and did this analysis of the images, and, and just so everyone understands, the images are the forensic images of before and after the trusted build was implemented by, by Dominion Voting Systems, correct? Every, every, just, just so yes, that right. I'm, I'm explaining it to everyone else. Yes. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot as far as how you felt, but I do. So I don't want to put a lot of emotion into this. I want to go through this and I want to look at this very surgically. I want to look at the, the things that you came up with, the conclusion. So we're going to read part of the executive summary and the conclusion that you came up with. And then we're going to dig into some of the details in this 22 page report. But how did it make you feel after you got done doing an analysis of this forensic image? Well, it made me angry on a couple different levels, to be perfectly honest. Uh, it made me angry, first of all, on, a, on an American uh, level. Uh, and, and frankly, it made me angry uh, from a technologist level that, uh, that, that the system uh, was built to allow the sort of things that I saw happen. Uh, it, it, it really shook my faith on a lot of things, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, so it shook your faith in, in how secure our elections are? Absolutely. Um, we'd all heard the stories, uh, and, and you don't really know what to believe. But when I actually got in and got to see with uh, my own two eyes, um, you know, basic uh, security practices just uh, completely uh, disregarded. Uh, it, it was it, it was a moment for me. Uh, it, it was a really a wake up moment. Uh, I approach this, you know, as I would approach somebody who wanted me to, to, to look at any system. And that, you know, initially you spend as much time trying to prove everything's okay as you do proving that there's a problem. Uh, and and I did that for as long as I could until the uh, uh, the, the the mountains of, of of evidence, you know, basically to the point where okay. I can no longer, with a straight face, defend uh, anything that I'm, uh, I'm seeing. So as you as you go through the information, go ahead and, uh, Mr. Producer, let's just put it up there. I'm going to read everyone page two, or page three, excuse me, the executive summary. You can put that up on the screen. So we're going to go to page three. And... Uh, I'm going to have you get into the details, and we, we did post this on, on our page. But let me read this for those that are just listening to this in the audio version. So the executive summary, I'm going to read, Jeff. Uh, first of all, you did write this, correct? Yes, I did. Okay. So the executive summary, this report documents data and process anomalies found during a forensic analysis of the drive image of Mesa County, Colorado's Dominion Election Management Server. These anomalies cast significant doubt onto whether Mesa County's 2020 general election was fair, was run in a fair and legal manner. This analysis was performed using the backup forensic image of an election management server, EMS, which was saved before Dominion Voting Systems, DVS, re-imaged the county's server. The facts presented, presented lead to the conclusion that, number one, the true vote count in Mesa County, Colorado, cannot be accurately calculated for the 2020 general election. As such, the county's vote should be decertified. Number two, persons unknown performed actions that caused a loss of important data, obscuring the source of over 5,500 ballots. Number three, processes and practices used by the DVS election management software are not conducive in the running of a fair and accurate election. As such, the software should not be used for managing elections until such time as the documented security flaws are demonstrably fixed evidence supporting these findings documented in this report. So let's give everyone the 500,000 pound gorilla in the room. 
what are you talking about when you talk about the fact that it's not secure? I, I'm going to skip over the 5,500 <laughs> uh, ballot images that you can't, you know, uh, uh, that you can't get information that, that aren't. Uh, what is wrong with me? The 5,500 <laughs> ballots that are that are uh, you can't figure out the source of those ballots. And let's just go to the security first. Let's start there, because Chris Krebs at the CISA said that this was the safest election in U.S. history. Do you believe it was the safest election in U.S. history, given what you've seen? Uh, no, no, not at all. Okay. Um, yeah. So why? Well, from, you know, from a security standpoint, uh, and, and this is this is actually gotten into before by another report that uh, – that we completely, you know, I completely verify the, the uh, findings of. Uh, there is, there is definitely the possibility of this server being connected to uh, at least a local intranet, meaning uh, the office uh, of the elections office, uh, meaning that any, technically anybody in the election office could uh, potentially make changes to the system. Uh, and secondly, uh, I found evidence that uh, at times the system has to be connected to the internet. So um, you always hear that the system is air-gapped uh, so that no, no information can possibly get out to the internet. Uh, I, I, see, uh, I see no proof that it is air-gapped. I see uh, steps not taken that could have easily been taken uh, to prevent incursions into the system. Uh, so I mean that's 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 kind of like the uh, the overall part of the findings is that, that when we get into to what happened with the votes, um, I kind of wanted to find out okay how could this possibly have happened and in finding in, in doing that examination, you know found the pallet things like you know ports are ports are open. Point is if if this was uh, hooked into a router that was then plugged into the internet, there is nothing there is nothing from keeping. Uh, uh, someone from outside, external, from accessing the system if they have uh, either a backdoor or they even have the uh, usernames and passwords for the system. Um, so it is not nearly as secure as they said uh, that it was. Um, uh, I, I personally think that something is as important to this. They should have to prove that it's secure rather than having to have everybody else try to prove that it's not. Uh, that just kind of makes common sense to me in my experience. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they can say that it's air-gapped and no connection to the Internet and, and all these other safeguards they said they took. I don't see the proof in the system itself okay. uh, that shows that. So, so let's, let's walk through and, and uh, talk about the, I guess, step-by-step. Step. And I'm trying to skip down through your report to get to the um, updates, the lack of updates, um, evidence of connection to both local internet and external internet. Um, some of the things that you came up with related to the interconnectivity was a network card that was active on the server? Um, I, I didn't quite catch that last sentence, the question, the actual a question. A network card that, is active on the server? Yes. Yes, okay. it is. Absolutely. The Microsoft SQL Server is considered to listen on the interface, meaning that someone with access and credentials could do anything the database, do any database alterations they desired? Anyone with access could because the ports uh, are, are open on that server, yes. Okay, and what, there's a lot of people that are listening, and I like to break it down to a place where people can understand what you're saying. So tell us what that means when it's configured to listen. And, and like lame, like rocks and, and sticks. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Uh, well, you have a, a server, a database server, and that basically is just a repository for data. And that is uh, uh, where all of the election data is stored in, in different what are called databases, and they, they have different information in them. Well, the server itself, uh, normally uh, to connect to that server, you connect through... Uh, a network connection, uh, network connection like you know, whenever you, you know, when your phone hooks up to your, uh, route, you know, your internet router or, or whatever it is, um, and each one of the, there are a bunch of what are called ports in the system. Um, 
and they're numbered and they can either be opened or closed. Uh, and if, for instance, uh, if you have a server and there's a website available, uh, port 80 will be open. And then the web browsers know if I want to actually get web information from that, I'm going to talk to port 80 on that system. Okay. Well, there is a port for the SQL Server database that, that whenever it gets network traffic, whenever somebody connects to the network, uh, it can uh, it gives it the right questions. It can give the right answers back. Um, that's how it um, in 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 so we say non uh, non secure uh, you know systems is not not as secure as an election system would be. This is the normal way of doing it. When you install uh, Microsoft SQL Server out of the box, it is set up to operate in this way. That is simply the way it is done. So if you want to harden a system you actually have to take action to prevent it from listening on these 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 ports, these uh, little windows for data to come in, uh, as it were. And, uh, and and I see no evidence of that being done. So what you're saying is someone could access the system, go in with, we already know that the credentials were all set up to be master credentials. You could make up whatever, you know, the admin, and with a password of admin, mm -hmm. right? And the system yes, was yes, was configured so that anyone could come in through a back, I'll call it a back door, but come in through the system, change information, and leave. Yes, that's that's entirely possible. If, as I said, the uh, um, the server, we, we know the server had to be in some sort of a uh, configuration. Um, at least in the office where there was a network, a little network in the office, at least the, the, the there are different parts of the elections uh, management system. There's a, you know, there are scanners that scan the information and, and tabulators that count the uh, ballots and things like that. Um, and, uh, and, and in this particular case in uh, Mesa County, they uh, place those files on a uh, network connected drive. And then the election management server goes to that network connected drive and and picks up the files. So I'm trying to simplify as much as possible. I'm sure tech people out there are probably screaming that I'm not <laughs> being. You're skipping uh, you steps. Know, uh, You're skipping steps. Enough. I'm trying to. Yeah. So, um, so if that, it would just take a cable to plug uh, whatever uh, router is used for that little network into the office internet, and it could go anywhere out to the outside. Um, you know, in the along the same lines, uh, when you when you uh, buy and install Microsoft SQL Server, uh, you have a application called Management Studio, SQL Server Management Studio. Yep. That is where if you have the using report, you can go in and you can run queries, you can change data, you can delete databases, create, you can do any anything to the data at that point. Uh, that is installed uh, on the Dominion system in Mesa County. Uh, and it, so it wouldn't even take someone from outside to, uh, you know, to, to do changes to the database at a very low level. Um, and uh, you understand, I'm, I'm not saying that that is what happened here because we're, we're kind of talking security here. In terms of security, uh, if this is the model which is used in all Dominion systems across the country, then every single one of them is open for internal attack. Uh, by anybody who just runs that SQL server and knows the password to type in. Which are not secure. That, that, that's not how I would, uh, I would not say that that goes in with the most secure election in, in, uh, in U.S. history. When you have 3,100 counties, I know that uh, Dominion is only a little less than half of those, but um, that you have all you know, these counties and, and you're counting on uh, uh, the fact that there's, 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 Everyone in that office is going to be completely uh, patriotic and trustworthy uh, because if they're not, it is the simplest thing in the world for someone with access to that server uh, to change any data they want. Okay. So it's not just that it's unsecure. It's also that things were missing because an unsecure system, I mean, you can explain that away. I, I guess you could say it's just ignorance. It's not malice. But when files are missing, when it's, in, it's impossible to actually connect the adjudicated ballots against what came in because things are just gone. 
that's a that's an even bigger red flag, right? Because I'm I'm a firm believer of never assume malice when ignorance can be the explanation. Because there's, there's a lot of ignorant people around, out there, right? And and there's a lot of people in these positions who don't understand tech. Frankly, if I was in this position, I probably wouldn't do it right either. I don't think you'd be this bad, but I don't think I would I would be able to just set up a an election system myself and not have it be insecure. I just don't know enough about tech. I know enough to be dangerous, but not enough to actually secure it. The fact that things were missing, the fact that earlier images, batch records are missing, that's just, that seems to me to be the spoken gun. It, it is. Uh, and if this is to be a truly transparent election system, then uh, it makes it even uh, more uh, troubling that the fact that uh, the system is, is set in the report is, is set that it does not keep more than a few days worth of windows and uh, network and other important security logs. It, 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 it automatically flushes them. It, it, the size of the files are set to such a small amount that, uh, uh, well, for instance, uh, by the time this, uh, this server had uh, been imaged uh, uh, in May, uh, there was scarcely any data, any log data, any of that stuff, even left from April, to give you an idea. Are those are those the vanilla settings? Is that is are those the settings oh, that come from the, from the factory? Absolutely, absolutely not. If you when you install Windows, uh, they are pre preset with a very large uh, amount. In fact, uh, oftentimes uh, in in large scale server issues, it is something you have to address because those logs can get so large um, that you, you, you may need to cut them down. But I've never seen a case uh, where they were cut down to this size. And uh, uh, one, you know, one thing that I looked at was, okay, maybe they were having trouble with hard drive space, and so they had to go in and, and massively cut these. But the, uh, the, the election hard drive, the main hard drive, was not even half full. So that uh, it's, it's a one gigabyte hard drive, for those who you know the numbers, uh, it was a, a little less than 500, uh, I'm sorry, one terabyte drive. Uh, it was a little less than 500 uh, gigabytes used. So there was so no pressing. Uh, pardon me, sir? The plenty of space. Do you know when this changed? Do, do we know when this setting changed? Uh, not exactly, no. Um, not for sure. And I like to be careful about what I say that I'm sure of and what is uh, uh, speculation. Uh, based on uh, other other data that I've seen, I suspect that this is a part of the preload. In other words, uh, when uh, from what I've seen, and apparently I can say this with pretty good confidence, that most of the time when Dominion either installs or updates, uh, they don't actually run an install like maybe we do when we're installing Microsoft Word or something like that, and we download it and we install it. They actually have a, a uh, set image of the drive that has everything already installed on it. And they copy that image to the uh, server drive. So, uh, from what I can see, uh, this particular these settings uh, were probably part of the preload. In other words, they were always there. Hmm. So, so uh, let's. Uh, so, Jeff, we have someone that is fighting hard in Mesa County, uh, Sharona Bishop. I'm going to bring her on in a second. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read something really quick that's in this report, and obviously you can get this report on the Telegram. We will put it out there, uh, so you'll be able to read it. I'll put the links in all different places, so you'll be able to read those links uh, specifically. Um, uh, if you want to, I'll I'll share the link that that you've shared with me to this report. But inside of the report, and I'm still a little bit kind of my head spinning a little bit. He said, an intentional purging of log files. In examining the, the drive image, we found that nearly every critical file used to save logs of events which occur in the server have been set to a very low size, typically 10 megabytes, meaning that only the last few days of events are stored. This is not the default behavior of the operating system or database server. This left us and anyone else who wanted to effectively audit the actions taken during the election period unable to view any of these events. Now, Jeff, this, the, the reason why I, I bring this up is that's the same thing that Doug Logan came up with in Maricopa County that logs were deleted. That and is also, at, wait, hold on, I was gonna get there, and that is also the same thing that we discovered in Antrim County. So we have 
a company that designs a system that deletes log files, deletes the ability to do an audit, a company that, by the way, is owned by foreign interests, it is owned by a company out of Canada that then has people that are that gain you know, that are connected to China, let's say, and I, you know, and again, I don't think you need China to try and steal elections. I think we've got enough evil people here. I do believe there's foreign interference. I believe that fully. But as I read this, I want to draw a line from the information that you get from Antrim, the information you get from Maricopa County, the information you get from from Mesa County, that they're all the same. We're not talking about, oh, we have another smoking gun. We're talking about you went in, did information, built reports. And, and by the way, this is the executive report for this. But you have findings that you built behind this, right, based on information that you saw. And yet, and yet, they want to say, nothing to see here, safest election in U.S. history, let's move on. And it's not just people on the left. You have people on the right saying the same thing. Because, frankly, I think some of those people maybe didn't win their elections. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how to correlate that. But I will tell you, the, the next couple sentences are really, really crazy. The logs which are regularly purged are, A, standard Windows events logs, including the system, application, and server log, services log, which would show how all applications run and errors encountered. Why is that important? Those are important. Uh, they're, they're all different. They're all, they're all important in different ways. But they would be able to let us take a, a view of what happened during the period of the election, see if any unauthorized software, that, that one would show you any unauthorized software, any problems which they may not have been aware of recurring with the system. Uh, they, those particular ones would be, would be you know, very critical in finding that, just, just those Windows uh, logs. So we didn't know this information way back when, Max. And do you remember who we interviewed that worked for Dominion Voting Systems? Do you remember? Uh, I think you interviewed him. I don't think I was on that time. Yeah. I think you interviewed him. So he, Chris worked for uh, Dominion Voting Systems back in 2008. I think 2007, 2008. And he would set, talk about the fact that they could come in, change things, and then get out without anybody seeing it. Would that be would would this allow that to happen? So you wouldn't be able to see that they went in and made changes. Yes, if if nobody looked in the next couple of days, then it would be essentially gotten rid of. And and you haven't gotten to it yet in the list. Uh, the network logs are also purged. Uh, okay, that so that's the networking logs. So that was a, that was B yeah. networking logs, which would show connection to the server from other computers. So. Looking at, look at it this way in terms of, you know, trying to be a fair investigator, that would be able to either say, you know, for sure that, uh, that unexpected connections were being made, uh, be able to tell if that was actually hooked up to the internet, or exonerate the system and say, look, okay, it was, it was good. There were no external connections. We're all good. The lack of those files, uh, I, I, I frankly don't, from my experience, which is a lot, I don't know why you would do that because that information is as important for uh, covering, you know, trying to, to, to show that you did things right as it is uh, finding that you did things wrong. Um, it, it, it doesn't make sense. I, I work, um, I, I have a couple servers that I work with uh, regularly that host some websites and things like that. And quite honestly, if you came and asked me right now on November 5th, 2018, did, did anything unusual happen? Uh, I keep the logs. I would be able to go back to that server and in probably 10 minutes come back to you and say, yes or no, here's what happened on that day because of those logs. Uh, they're they're All right. critical. Yeah. All right. So, so the next thing that came up with is the Windows Defender antivirus and anti-malware logs, which should show malware intrusions into the server. Of note, an analysis of the deleted files on the system show that Windows Defender logs were often manually deleted. Yes, and that's, uh, that was important, I think, in my findings, in that while the other, the other logs were deleted automatically, there was no human hand except for whoever set the uh, initial setting, there is evidence of, of many times that the Windows Defender logs were deleted. 
because of other things, uh, I'm probably a little, little too technical for the scope of this uh, scope of this talk. Um, most of the deleted files on the system were overwritten. If you understand, once a file is deleted, uh, yeah. it keeps in the background a pointer to the data that was in that deleted file. But that information can be overwritten by any new file that comes in. And uh, because of some very uh, unique circumstances on that server, uh, most of the those deleted files, including almost all of those defender logs, uh, no longer had the information in them. They did when they before they were deleted. But we do know the fact that those were actually deleted. Somebody went in Windows, or yeah, most likely in Windows, uh, and and deleted them. And again, um, I would like to say that I can come up with a, a a good technical reason why that would be necessary, but I honestly cannot come up with one. Okay, so let's go to the last one here on this. And by the way, let's bring Sharona Bishop. She's been listening in the background, but let's bring her onto the show. And uh, Jeff, I'll introduce you to Sharona here. Sharona, welcome to the conversation. And you have not had a conversation with Jeff O'Donnell. And uh, I kind of sprung this on you at the last minute and said, hey, you want to get on a show and talk a little bit about what's happening in Mesa? So just tell everyone for... Uh, that does, doesn't know you, who you are, and uh, introduce yourself to Jeff. And then we want to get into uh, some of the other things that showed up. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on and letting me be a part of this conversation. I live in Western Colorado and have been working alongside election integrity, um, grassroots organizations here, trying to uncover what happened in the 2020 election. And then subsequently following that, we had a um, circus show of a city council election in Mesa County. And um, the Mesa County uh, city council election was the trigger for our community that said this didn't happen. And finally, the people were rallied enough and they were ready to get to work and start doing um, voter verification. We've done a massive canvassing project in Mesa County and all throughout Colorado, other um, amazing volunteers all throughout the state. So I run a conservative platform called America's Mom, and it really is just people, um, regular people. And Jeff, what an incredible, this is just incredible. Um, I'm sitting here listening to you talk about all of these different types of logs being deleted every couple of days. It's set, it's, it's a set thing that's happening we don't even know it. And it's giving me some ideas of maybe why there's so much confidence in my area um, from elected officials that we may not get to um, uncover all of the nitty gritty details about what happened in Mesa County. So this is incredible. Um, I've already sent it to all of our volunteers. Watch it, look at what Jeff just put together. Uh, we know that there's been things going on here for a while, but this is um, even a further breakdown of exactly what happened here in Mesa County. Sorry, I have a guard dog here. <laughs> it, is, it is all good. It's all good. Going to step in real quick and remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your family should anyone suffer a medical emergency. You don't want to leave a chance. It's not just people who fall off the side of a mountain or get lost in the desert and need to be airlifted to a hospital. Lots of people in the suburbs and even the cities do too. Don't leave it a chance. Don't put your family's financial future at risk. Sign up with Aramaic Care Network. It starts at $85 for one year. It's less if you're a senior citizen, less if you buy three or five years at a time. And as long as you're a member, you won't pay one cent when you need to be flown by to a, to a hospital by a helicopter by an AMCM provider. And as a bonus, when you use the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, you're going to get up to $50 back depending on how many years you sign up for. So make sure you check that out. This is this this report is. I mean, I got it uh, forty five minutes ago, and I've, I've been reading reading through it. It seems like it's just it's it's a who's who list of of everything that could be vulnerable, right? All the things that we suspected were true, right? That someone was going in deleting the logs. Well, no, actually, it turns out in this case, someone set it up to auto delete. <laughs> so they're even one step ahead of that. Um, that it can connect to the internet. And that's a huge vulnerability and that things are missing. If, if Mesa County, if this is in Mesa County, it makes you wonder, well, we know it's in Mesa. We know we saw similar things in Antrim, as Joe mentioned, similar things in Maricopa. It's starting to seem like a trend. It's starting to seem like if they're going to do it in Mesa, where there's a pretty good Republican um, majority, right? There's a lot of Republican control. It's not like they're just going to get away with it. 
they have to be doing it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Max, I think that um, we held a press conference today with Clerk Tina Peters. And even though we're in a very strong conservative um, community, there is, as Joe mentioned, a lot of Republican pushback from our elected officials. They are not wanting to address this. They are not wanting to touch it with a 10 foot pole. Um, we've had to go outside of traditional means, you know, being able to get local um, media to carry the story, even our county commissioners to at least put the report out there for people to view, to question, I don't know, submit as evidence uh, for a federal crime that's been committed in Mesa County. And they are resisting um, everything that we're doing. So we held a press conference today specifically for Clerk Tina Peters in Mesa County, who um, took that forensic image that Jeff's working from. And uh, it was it was incredible, um, very uncomfortable, um, very much how I think press conferences probably need to go. But uh, it was it was amazing to be able to be out there and hear firsthand and have the public hear firsthand from the clerk exactly what has transpired. Jeff, I was reading through your report already, and in your executive summary, you're stating that the Mesa County the Mesa County election, 2020 elections should be decertified. Can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Well, yes, in, in my opinion, because of the issues that were found, there is no way of knowing what the true count was. Um, the information in my report, uh, which I can go into as much detail as we have time and I'm asked to do, uh, you know, shows that in particular, uh, they, they talked about the 5,500 uh, ballots. Uh, those uh, are, are indeterminate now. Um, there, there, is, there is very little way to tell uh, if, if they were valid, if they were invalid. Uh, it would be very difficult to do that. Um, so in, in my opinion, uh, if you can't actually say what the actual vote counts were uh, in a county, in a race, whatever, uh, then uh, it should be, uh, you know, I, I, w- I would say first, obviously looked into more officially. Uh, and if, if the, uh, the, you know, if the numbers and the findings hold up, as I believe they will, I can't see how you can certify an election where you have to say, well, this guy got about this many votes and this guy got about this many votes, maybe. And, so- and uh, that's... So, so I want to I want to address something really quick because I'm, 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 sure, I'm not sure that people understand the, the magnitude behind this. Right. So let me let me spell it out for you. And then I want to get to the fifty five hundred. But I want to go I want to go back to the, um, the 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 part that we were talking about before as far as the logs which are regularly purged. So if you have the standard Windows events log, which are which are deleted, then you can't tell if there is some other application or something running. You have the network logs, which are deleted. So now you can't tell which, uh, the, whether or not it was connected outside to any other influences. You have the Windows Defender antivirus, which will be able to identify any foreign interference or things that go in. And then the Microsoft SQL server logs, which would show database activity and the processes which cause that activity. Those are gone. So in essence, Jeff, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint a picture for everyone right now. If I'm on a whiteboard, and I write a squiggly, squiggly, squiggly line, and I, or I just make a line, go all the way through the board. In essence, what happens by doing this is that I can then take an eraser behind all those squiggly lines, and I can erase that line in perfect unison behind it, and you would never, ever know that on the whiteboard I, I wrote anything on the board. You would never know. Right? Am that's I, am a great I, putting. That's, that is right? a, that's a great analogy. So, yes. so for all of you guys that are non-technical, here's what happened. And by the way, you don't do these things. And what Jeff has said, you don't do these things unless you can find no good reason why you would do these things. And anyone that's technical and understands system architecture, sorry, I'm going to sneeze. Hopefully I don't. <laughs> understands system architecture would be able to tell you <laughs> that you would want to have some sort of history behind everything that happens in the system. That creates a safe and secure environment because you can audit it. But when I put my pen on that whiteboard and I do the squiggly lines to tell everyone what direction or I write the boxes, 
if I walk behind it and I erase it, you have no idea how you got to a conclusion. It's like running math without ever doing the math and saying, by the way, 2 plus 2 equals 257,000. The significance of this report is that it can clarify very quickly not only what happened in other places, but the why. The why. And we can trace this all the way back to the conversation we had with Chris when they got on the, on the calls and were like, hey, I just want to say that, and this was the CEO of Dominion, Sequoia at the time. I just want to tell you that I'm really, really excited and thank you. And I'm really happy that you guys went into the system and then got out and were able to cover your tracks so that nobody knew you were there. And by the way, Jeff, I had never talked to you before and you were purposely kept away from Sharona and Sharona, you're on the ground with Tina Peters. Mm -hmm. So as we validate yeah. this information, people, I'm telling you right now, this was not the safest election in U.S. history. Dominion Voting Systems is a shit company. Write it down. Bleep part of it. Make sure people understand what I said. And it's designed, just like the other election companies, just like the other companies, it's designed to defraud and take away the voice of the American people. And yes, I believe that there are good people that are Democrats and good people that are Republicans. And they're standing up saying, I don't want to see anymore. I don't want to see it because the alternative is, is that they'd have to accept the fact that our elections are not only stolen, but our government is compromised. And that's where we are right now. Jeff, you don't have to get upset. I'm upset for you. I stepped into this deal, had to walk away as a CEO of my company. I didn't want to be a part of this. I certainly didn't want to have a conversation or, or be involved in talking about the drug-addicted skinhead that happens to run security and, and strategy for Dominion Voting Systems. I didn't want to bring that forward. And a baker. And a baker. I didn't want it. <laughs> I wanted to go innovate and work on technology and build things and give of my time to nonprofits and kids most in need. But now here I am, and here you are. So before I went on my diatribe, I did we not, talking, believe me, I did not. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm just saying, I did not want to find this, Joe. I did not want to find this, Joe. I, I uh, you know, uh, you know, this is, uh, I, I was, I think as anybody would be, uh, you know, hoping that, uh, that there'd be nothing there, that, you know, that there would be no there there. Um, you set out, you set and, out, they and, asked you, know, you to do I, this. I did, they asked you to do this because they thought that you would have just glossed over it and said, ah, nothing burger, nothing to see here. Right? Yeah, I must say that, that I was uh, a little surprised that uh, as far as I know, at least from a public forum, I'm the first person to have come forward with these findings because there had to have been other people who had this before I did. Um, uh, I'm good, but I'm not that good, if you know what I mean. Um, anybody who did this thorough analysis should have been able to find this. So again, even as I was working on it, I was thinking, well, yeah, I'll work on this. I'm sure while I'm doing it, someone else will, will come out with it. And it just never happened. And so here I am. So you said I something, will say, Jeff. just for your you information. Said oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Oh, I was just going to say, you said something, Jeff. Sharona, go. Go, Sharona, go. Sorry. Go. All right, here I go. Listen, Jeff, uh, we came out with the first report for um, the, the uh, forensic imaging, and a lot of what you're talking about is in that report. And this is part of our frustration. This report was delivered on September 17th, and it outlines a lot of what you said, the removal of the firewalls, um, the SQL management studio and its invisible access to any players anywhere, repartitioning of hard drives, deletion of all the information. There were a couple things that are new that you're sharing with me right now that weren't in our first report, but that's part of our frustration. This incredible report has come out. It's part of a criminal investigation. It's part of a civil lawsuit, and the public still does not have it. The public still does not have this information, and they haven't been able to disseminate it yet. So, um, so much. So, you're actually collaborating already with some of the work that's been done, that's been given to uh, the DA in Mesa, in Mesa County, county commissioners, and, and has been made public to people in Colorado. And that's why we held the press conference today, is because we are having a really challenging time breaking through MSM to get the word out to everyday regular people that 
There is something terribly wrong with Dominion voting systems, terribly wrong with having people having access, direct access, um, invisible access to our voting systems. And our elected officials are not willing to do anything about it except for Clerk Tina Peters. Yeah, Jeff, we had Doug Logan on who ran the Maricopa audit and he was very hesitant. He actually refused to, to say that the Maricopa audit should have been decertified. I asked him if he would have agreed to certify it, knowing what he knows now, if he had been on the on the board of supervisors, he said no, parsing words, but he, he didn't want to say decertify. You and your report say that it should be decertified. Now, you don't need to be a politician to say that. The root of the word certify comes from the Latin certus, which is, just means certain. Certain. So it, it only stands to reason that if you're not certain about something, you shouldn't have certified. And if you're uncertain, you should decertify. Is that basically your reasoning? Because we don't see a lot of people running these forensic analysis willing to take that next step and to 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 call a spade a spade. I yeah, I can't think of any other word to use but to decertify. Um, you know, I, I would think that you know if if I had a say in things, the thing to do would be to you know, you know, as far as I'm concerned whether it's official or not, by my findings in my own mind, the election to Mesa County is decertified because in my own, you know, the, the data is simply not there to be sure of what the information is. Right. Um, that official decertification should go hand in hand with a complete up and down uh, examination. I hesitate to use the word audit because these words are now become so uh, polarized, uh, but you know there there needs to be at the very least a hand count of the ballots again, uh, particularly the ones that were in the batches that are outlined in the report, uh, to see if they are 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 valid, to see if there's envelopes. All of these would have been early ballots, so they should have uh, envelopes to go with them. Uh, that should be you know a fairly easy thing to do. We're not talking millions of ballots like uh, like was in Maricopa. You're talking you know 5,500 ballots that would be the first thing to look at. Um, so you know you know when I use the word decertify, I'm, I'm not trying to you know paint a, tar <laughs> a target on me. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, if if you can't you know, indeterminate is also the word I use. If you can't determine what the true vote count was then how can it be certified? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it can. But I think the, the bigger issue right now is we've got to talk about the white elephant in the room. And that is, if you look behind you and you have a tail, and everyone tells you you have a tail, but you look behind you, you try to convince everyone you don't have a tail, right? But everyone sees a tail, then you probably have a tail. And the inverse is also true. And we are in a place right now where everywhere we look, we see fraud. Everywhere we look. And look, nobody wants to see fraud. Nobody wanted to give up their life. Mike Lindell would love to go back to just selling pillows. He would. He would love to. He didn't step out on this deal because I, I need something more to do. I, you know what? I think that I'm going to go do something different now. He didn't wake up real up and go, oh, election integrity. That sounds like fun. No, he stepped out because he saw the great good of this nation, the thing that we are built on, disappear overnight. And we're supposed to just watch it happen. We're supposed to just you watch know, it no. happen. No, we're not, we're not prepared to give our republic away. And if, if there's anything that is really um, compelling, it's watching all of these regular people come together, bring their time, their talents, their resources, their treasure, and do everything that you can um, to help fight for our country. I know that we're the majority, Joe. I know we are. I mean, I have I've gotten to watch your journey this last year and a half and see the incredible impact that you've been able to make here in Colorado and nationally. And Jeff, you know, in a couple weeks, you're going to be thrown up in the in the mix now too because you chose to come forward and use your talent and your time and your treasure to save America. And it really is that big, and it really is that important. Um, we all have to do whatever it is that God's given us to do. And I'm, in, I'm encouraged that way. But it, there is also, yes, that element of everywhere you look, 
everywhere you look, there's a problem right now. And the only way that I can see moving forward from here on out is yes, to decertify those elections, get rid of the machines and go back to just the normal hand count ballot, paper ballot in-person cheating. I'd rather go back to that scheme than any more of this electronic fraud that is causing um, the destruction of our nation. If I may, my son sent me a text the other night because he knows I've, this has been weighing so heavily on me. And he said, reminded me, he said, evil prospers when good men do nothing. And that meant so much to me uh, going forward with this. So, You know, we, we have an obligation to stand up and, and they want to say, oh, conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories. You know, prior to 2020, I was on fire. I was like a kid in a candy store at work. I'd walk into work and I was like, I got this great idea. All right, put it on the, put it on the board. What if we took neural networks and we did this and we built out DNA and we got down to the, the microbe level and we were able to use that to find out influence what a person did next. I mean, we, it's almost like minority report, but you're, you're making them buy stuff and engage in these messages. <laughs> really crazy stuff. And my entire team, tech team would look at me and go, can you write us some math on that, Joe? And I'm like, yeah, I got, let, me, let, me go, let me go do some work. Come back out. And I'm like, all right, here, I got it. Hey, what about this? And what, this is what the system architecture would look like. And here's what we do. And hey, I need you to do this for me. And hey, can you do me a favor? Can you validate my math? Make sure that I'm on, on point. And, and look, I, I think that the machine learning part, which machine learning and, and AI are two different things. They're two completely separate things. Everyone puts them together. They're not. But I live my life just excited about technology. And now I look at it and go, I had to give that up to chase this stuff. I had to give up my passions. And I asked you, Jeff, I clearly asked you, I go, are you ready for what's about to happen? Because there's a high probability that people are going to start shooting at you. And they're going to say, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about because he's not Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, because, Jeff, you didn't go into somebody's room and steal an idea and then say it was yours. So, so my, my point is this. None of us got involved in this fight because we woke up one day and we were eccentric. We woke up one day and we were radical. We're not the radical ones. And we need to stop. They lie about everything. We need to stop them from lying about it and call them what they are. Get back to the basics. Do not deviate from this one principle. The radical left and the people that have stolen our elections and stolen our country want to enslave all Americans and divide us from each other because they know at that point that is the only way they can win. And so when we get a report like this, this report's going to go everywhere. And everyone that's listening, when you're listening, I'm going to tell you right now, share it. Take the video and share it. Not a 15 second, 30 second, 45 seconds. Grab all your friends, grab a 12 pack of beer and say, you're going to need all the beer I'm going to put in front of you because you're going to watch the entire video and you're going to read the entire report. Because if we don't read the entire report, you can't know how they stole it from you. Yeah. And not just beer, not just beer. Once we win this fight, you're going to want to sit back and you're going to want to smoke a fine cigar. And the way you can do that <laughs> is with our friends over at Liberty Cigars. Liberty Cigars is a Patriot-owned business, which is hard to find these days, with an extensive line of historically themed individual cigars and cigar collections, including the Commander Series the Founder Series and the President Series. All packaging is proudly made in the USA by American workers. It's a truly unique gift for both cigar and history lovers. And when you order now and you use promo code BEFREE, BEFREE, B-E-E, -E, sorry, B-E-F-R-E-E, -E, a little dyslexic moment there, BEFREE, all orders over $76 will receive a free Benedict Arnold cigar, a perfect gift for your traitorous liberal family members or friends this holiday season. So again, go to libertycigars.com and use promo code BEFREE, B-E-F-R-E-E, -E, to get your free cigar. Listen. Max, I, that was smooth. That was so yeah. smooth. It's probably as smooth as those cigars. We get probably, yeah, 100%. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we, we, get, we get probably now five to ten uh, promotion will you promote this we promote this on the show it's it's gotten a little absurd 
um, only because not absurd bad, but just there's just so much. Hey, will you? Hey, Joe, can you wear my hat while you're in there? And can we put my T-shirts on you? And hey, what about if we just we hang our medallion of our company around your and drink from a coffee Aww, cup? And I'm thinking to myself, that. I can't do this. I'm sorry, I can't. And then they call us and go, we do cigars, and I'm like, there's a bear crap in the woods. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've uh, it's uh, it's been kind of fun. All right, so listen, Jeff, we're going to have you on again. Sharona, we're definitely going to have you on again. Before we had this show, Sharona was on the phone with me, and she was in tears. And she was in tears because she's like, tell us we're going to win. Tell us it's okay. The, the winning part is not for Sharona, and it's not for me. Jeff, it's not for, you know, validating the information you validated. I just wanted to take my hat off to you. It's not about the, the one, it's about the all. It's about how we go forward together. And they are afraid of us. They are afraid of us because they know if we stand together, the truth will prevail. And that is what this is about. So when, when I, and I said to you, Sharona, I think I said two words. What were they? God wins. God wins. And for those people that don't understand what that means, it means that if you have faith and you act in that faith, if you have faith and you act in that faith, a lot of things can happen. God will help us, right? Faith without works yeah, is dead. That's and right. that's why we're doing this. That's right. Ah, so I will also uh, connect you guys. Jeff, thank you for being yeah. on. I'll connect with you after, after I get off the show. Sharona, I'll uh, give you an update later on uh, this evening. Please tell Tina Peter she is in our prayers. Um, and we'll be fighting very, very hard for her as well to get this stuff out. And I'll provide the report over to... Uh, Kurt and, and their team as well. And uh, I sent it over to Matt as well. And so we're, we're going to kind of put everything together and just try to, in one place, give the American people the ability to see it. And for those of you that say, well, why hasn't the American people seen it? Because you're not sharing it. So if you share it, if you want to share it, if you want to be a part of the warrior group, you want to talk about being, you want to talk about, talk about it, be about it. Be the, be, be me. Heck, I will give you the mic. You can have the mic any day of the week, twice on Sunday. I don't even like it. I get pissed off every time I Let's look go. at this thing. Be that guy. Be that gal. Step in the gap. That's it. That's all I got. Awesome. Guys, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Right, Thank you so bless. much. All right. So, Max. You know what's crazy about this, Joe? What? A lot of times you try and read through laws and they put so many different footnotes in. There's all this legalese. It's so hard to understand what the law actually means. You got to pay a lawyer to read it. Then you got to go to court and you got to have a panel of judges. They all yeah. get in a room together and say, oh, what is what is the meaning of this word and this word? The law surrounding election records, federal law, is very clear. They yeah. must maintain, quote, all election records, end quote, for 22 months. 22 months. It's, it's clear. All means all. This isn't a... This isn't a, like a Bill Clinton um, impeachment thing. Well, it depends on what your definition of is. Is It's not that. It's all means all. So whoever, I mean, this is how crazy this is. And it's not a stretch. Whoever set that machine up to delete the logs every couple of days, every couple of days, they committed a federal crime. They deleted election records every yeah. couple of days. Yeah. Now, now, <laughs> With, with early voting, that's significant, right? Obviously, once they delete the election records, it's deleted. But if it was deleting while new records were, were coming in, it's criminal every single time it happens. So all we need is one prosecutor willing to actually prosecute the law according to what it says, all election records. Because you don't need to go to law school to know what the definition of all is. No, you don't. I'll give you the final you word as we wrap up. Max, you know, I um, I've taken a bunch of hits the last couple of days. I eat that stuff. I love it, right? I've been taking a, a few hits at, at these audit groups that are designed and built to defraud the American people. They, they are they want real to groups, keep though? us dating. Oh, they're, 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 look, if you cannot put your name out there, if you can't tell everyone who you are, you're trash. I, How I, many I'll just say it right here. Groups? Oh, this one's got, well, 30,000, 30,000 people? Uh, because they. Okay. Well, they, they have 30,000 people because they defraud people, because they literally yeah, just create yeah. stuff out of midair, right? And when you got guys that are out there that say, oh, we're going we're gonna to uncover the real people that are bad, and they're attacking people 
that are fighting for election integrity, that's when you know they're trash. Run away from them. Run away from them. Run away from them. If they don't have their name on it, run away from it. Oh, we're here to we're here to protect. Show your faces. Show all of them. All your faces. If you can't show your faces, you got no courage. You're, you're as bad as a radical left using these fake names where you try to hide behind Lulu this or you know election integrity audit this. No, no, no. Say who you are. Come out and talk on those groups as who you are. Otherwise, you're nothing but trash to me, and you're not for anybody but yourself. And you're, and you're probably giving something back to these radical leftists. I'm out. So that's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all we got, too. That's it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio version. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. When you text the word FREEDOM to 89517, you'll get an alert where we're going to be live for that day. So make sure you do that so you can get the links for where you can find us for the live show. And if you haven't already, please do subscribe to our email newsletter. Very, very, very important. We're going to be pushing that more in the coming days. Sign up for the email newsletter because that's another way we can get past big tech censorship and reach people in their inbox. We shouldn't Um, even have to say that. We shouldn't even have to say that. Oh, we do. Yeah. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. And remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. 